Welcome to Liberty Monks Podcast. James Mundy here with Mike Mundy. What is up, brother Mike? I am doing amazing, my brother. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Um, the world's getting nuttier, but I'm good. Um, we've got uh, another awesome returning guest tonight. Uh, we have attorney Tom Rents with us. And as many of you probably already know, Tom is doing some incredible work right now. He is the lead attorney in several major cases uh, brought in Ohio, New Mexico, Maine, and even nationally with the CDC, the DHHS, even Fauci, um, regarding, you know, the vaccine mandates, censorship, COVID-19, the lockdowns, mass mandates. I mean, Tom, you've been, you've been integral in defending America and trying to keep uh, our country safe and secure and bringing these people to justice. He's an animal. Um, you are an animal, my friend. Um, Tom Rents also works and represents the America's Frontline Doctors, Make Americans Free Again organizations. His website is www.rents-law.com. So R-E-N-Z-L-A-W.com. Tom, welcome back to Liberty Monks, my brother. Hey, boy, I, I'm starting to question you guys' judgment. You had me had me there once, you know, but now to bring me back, it's like... It's your, it's your stellar hey, good man. looks. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Animal. Skunk. <laughs> well, hey, man, um, I tell you what, uh, it's, it's always a pleasure to have you on. You don't always come with the best news, but what I like about talking to you is that you are taking action in so many areas, um, and we certainly appreciate that because I, don't, I know and Mike knows, and a lot of people out there know that there's not enough of that happening right now. And we really do need people to take action in a lot of areas and you're doing just that. So we can't, we can't tell you how much we appreciate your efforts and, um, and and the opportunity to talk to you just because you seem to be in the know about a lot of this stuff. And there's a lot of people that are highly confused. This has been like drinking water from a fire hose for a lot of folks, including us. I mean, you know, this just the information that's traveling out there is so insane. So we appreciate the fact that you can simplify some of this and kind of talk about the pertinent issues and some of the things you're working on. And, you know, it's interesting, just when you thought things couldn't get any nuttier or insane, now we have a administration in this country that is literally attempting to hand over our national sovereignty on a silver platter to the World Health Organization, which is insane to me that we would even be having this conversation at this point in time, considering the country that we are supposed to be living in. But I ask you, you know, Tom, is there anything that can legally be done? Because you know the law as good as anybody to stop the who and the WEF uh, in this attempt to take our nation from us and take our sovereignty away under this guise of a medical emergency. Is there anything that can be done legally to stop this? Well, I've got good news for you. Um, the good news is, is I don't know if you've seen this, but America may have got their butt saved. Guess by who? Hmm. Africa. Do tell. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Biden's amendments were largely shelved uh, last week, and they're very quiet about this. Okay. But it looks like it looks. This isn't for sure, and we need to keep pushing on this. We need to defund the WHO. We need to get out of it entirely. But uh, you know, Biden had all these amendments, so the UK actually rejected a lot of that, and the African nations largely pulled together and said, "Hell no." Now, I think that's both ironic and awesome, because guess what? So, you know, they always love to tell us that we're conservatives or we're racist, but here's the deal. I'm loving my brothers and sisters in Africa. You know, they, uh, they know what colonialism looks like, yeah. and they saw it, 
and they said hell no uh they said they said absolutely not because they know L listen schwab the wef the who these crews these are colonialists i mean you've got Yavalno harari out there just talking love and slavery love yep. slavery the guy is talking about enslaving humanity the wef is supporting this and you know africa's been down this road right i mean yep people like harari and schwab and these and gates they've been they've been you know raping and uh, raping the resources out of the the na nations in africa killing the people for, for decades so these guys are you know they know they're not going to turn over their sovereignty to these guys it's insanity you know i mean you figure go back a few years when gates was running vaccine experiments in uh what, what country was it was it nigeria but you know i mean the, the African countries, these people are smart. You know, it's only the it's only these leftist elitist bigots that look at the African people and view them as lesser, you know, but they do. And and so, but hey, to the credit of the people of Africa, they said hell no to this when the people of America were still sitting with their thumbs in their rear trying to figure yep. out what's going on. So what we did was last oh a couple, I don't know, last week, week before, um, you know, I got a call on this and and so, so what can we do? And realistically, prior to someone doing something, something with it, there was nothing we could do in the courts. So okay. what I did, my response was to just raise holy hell. Um, you know, we called every conservative influencer and pusher that we could. We uh, we got out there ourselves and did I mean, I've done just a massive amount of media in the last week or two. Um, and we've just been pushing it everywhere. And uh, that's made it very uncomfortable for a lot of the elected officials. But, uh, you know, we, I'd like to think that we had a, you know, a little bit of hand in helping push this. But uh, the reality is, is that, you know, regardless of what we did, Biden's still a crook. He's still owned by the WEF. And so he's going to do whatever they tell him to because he, well, he's not actually doing anything. He's just looking for his cut and yeah. a new diaper. Um, but he's, uh, you know, everybody else that's right, that people actually run the White House, you know, they're controlled by WS. So they were going to do what they're going to do. But thankfully, uh, we temporarily have dodged a bullet. Now expect them to come back with some changes because the one thing you got to understand is Gates and crew, they're going to buy off these, as many of these people as they've got it to try and get this push through. So we, the people, need to get our butts going, telling our elected officials, hey, you got an election coming. You know, before it gets stolen, uh, you should know that, you know, you're going to have to steal a lot more votes to, to uh, get in there because we're all going to vote against you if you're not against the who. If you're not, you know, I mean, we got to stand together on that. So... So regarding the election, you mentioned something obviously extremely important to me. Obviously, it's critical that this is done in a way that makes it a free and fair election, which I don't think we've had in quite some time. Do you think that's possible? I mean, do you think that there's enough people aware now because of, you know, 2000 mules came out and obviously Dinesh, I thought, and that crew did a good job of exposing things. But you also have you also have the machines and everything that, you know, there's testimony that that those were rigged as well is there a way to create a free and fair election and will they even let it happen yeah so i mean 
you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I know you got Raffensperger and Kemp again in Georgia. I, I'm got some serious questions about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, how you know how does that work? Um, you know, the biggest thing we can do is if if you have a poll and you don't have people watching it twenty four seven from the time it opens till the first day till the end of the election cycle, there's a problem. You need yeah. people standing guard all night, every night. People are going to have to be involved. That's the only way we fix this yeah. is the people have to take steps. So, you know, what does that mean? Well, that means that you got to get your butt up and do something, right? Mm-hmm. You said you want people to take action. People say, well, I don't know what I can do. Yeah, you can. You can sit there outside the poll. You can arrange right. friends to sit there outside the poll. You know, frankly, frankly, I'm trying to understand um, why they're not using cell phone jammers at the polling places. Uh, you know, I mean, if you don't need connections, why do you need cell? You know, why why would there be a cell? What's the problem right. with that? Right. Right. Um, I, there's just there's an immense number of things that people can do, but they they need to do them. If they're not going to do them you know, you're going to get what you get. If you don't care enough to do something about it, you know, welcome to 2022 America. If, yeah. if you're good with the way this is, you know, do nothing. We'll, we'll continue. So assuming that there are elections happening in November and assuming that they think that the Republicans will take control again, what kind of craziness can we expect in this summer session? Are they going to go crazy on pushing everything you could possibly get through? Well, I think the summer session is a really important thing for a couple of reasons. The number one is this. Let's look at gun control. Okay, so I am a huge Second Amendment guy. Uh, literally, you will have to pry my guns out of my cold, dead hands. They're just, there's just no way because the Second Amendment is what allows us to have the rest of them. The First Amendment doesn't exist without the Second. And, you know, if we look at what they're doing in Canada right now, what they've done in China, uh, Australia, all these other places, you get rid of your guns, you get rid of your freedom. That's the way it is. So let's look at gun control. Gun control is a disaster politically. It's not going to pass. People don't want it. They're not going to they're not going to accept it in any way, shape or form. Now, Mitch McConnell has said, well, you know, we may make some concessions. And then he, he, you know, jiggled his gobbler. Um, <laughs> so here's the deal. No, Mitch, we're not going to allow any concessions on my guns. None. I have a concession. I'll tell you what. You let me start carrying fully automatic guns and don't restrict where I can carry them. How about that? There's my concession. That's where we'll start. Um, you know, I mean, you arm every teacher in this country and put an armed guard at the door. Let's yep. start there. How about that? That I, I'll bet you. I'll get you. Bet you anything that if we did that, there would be no more school shootings. And if there were, it would be one shot, and then everybody there'd be the end of it. Yep. But you know, we won't do that. So, anyways, we've got this hugely unpopular thing: gun control. But they're going to try and jam it down your throat. So what happens here? And I think that's what you know. We look at the summer session. They say, "What's happening?" Well. What you gotta, this will be what we need to, all we need to know about the elections. 
in the event that they try and take something as unpopular as gun control and shove it down our throats in an election year when the Democrats are already getting creamed, then you can count on one thing. They think they got the election rigged and they got that in the box, right? Just that simple. The, uh, um, if you see them back off and nothing gets done, then they've then we know that they're probably still going to try and steal the election, but they're not going to be as brazen about it. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's the most important thing about the summer session. It's not necessarily it's not necessarily what they do; it's what they try to do. You know, if they try and stick with stuff that's more pedestrian, well, that's that. Right. If they uh, they go after things that are very politically unpopular, try and jam it down our throats. Well, you know, they don't feel accountable to the voters. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, you made a really good point. Like, how about putting some money into security infrastructure and, you know, even people to make it so that if there is an event like this again or an attempted one, these folks have the ability to defend these children. And you how about door locks? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's so many things you could do. There's so many. I know, I know there's 40 billion you can carve out some money. Well, and that's the thing, you know, <laughs> how do they justify sending 40 billion dollars overseas for God knows what? Because you know that's not on the up and up because of the, the nature of Ukraine and what that's <laughs> the money laundering that goes through that place is insane, right? But yeah. you know, people look at that and say conspiracy theory. Well, I you have, there's evidence. The evidence really is important. But how do they justify that? How do they justify sending all that money over there and then just looking at this and going, oh, it's the gun's fault. And by the way, yeah, we're not giving you guys any money. So figure it out. Let's just get rid of the guns and pull those away from people. So now just all the criminals have them. This makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, you got Americans that are getting all hot and bothered and angry at each other over this. And it's like, why aren't they spending resources that's a pretty important thing. Defending our children, there's nothing more important than that. As far as I'm concerned, zero more important than that. Why not dump a bunch of that money into the school systems to beef up their security so that something like this is much harder to do or impossible to do? I don't get it, right? I mean, what, how do they justify that? And how do the American people stand that stand, stand behind them sending money to Ukraine before the, for the schools? For $40 billion, they could put security in every school in this country. I mean, it would end school shootings, $40 yeah. billion. You know, plus think about it this way. So $40 billion, we don't have $40 billion. We had to print $40 billion. Mm-hmm. So let's think about what that means. We print, we borrowed $40 billion we don't have. Yep. By printing it, we devalued the dollars that, we, that the American people do have. So then the working class American people are going to have to pay that $40 billion back with money that's less valuable. And what did we get out of it? What did anybody get out of this? You see, this is the thing. This is all wealth transfer. If you look at COVID, it was a wealth transfer. You know, they just said in Davos last week, COVID was one of the most profitable events in human history. Sure, if you're a if you're a billionaire business, right. but if you're a smaller mid-sized business, you got killed. Yep. All this is about is destroying the American middle class and destroying the foundation of our nation. This is a war on America. COVID, monkeypox, the who, this whole thing. Yeah, this is all. The, 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 look what they're doing to our kids, and I don't just mean the shootings. I mean CRT, the yep. trans agenda, all this sick, sick 
garbage. Are you telling serious that who in God's name would would oppose a law that says you can't teach a kindergartner about sex? I don't, I don't care, know. gay, straight, or otherwise. That's, I don't that's know. sick. If you it came is. up, I got a I got a third grader and I got a sixth grader right now. If you can't, if someone talked to my third grader, like I heard that sick pervert teacher on on the internet whining, I can't talk about my sex life anymore. That teacher wouldn't have to talk about their sex life anymore if that was my kid, because she wouldn't have had one, or he, or whatever it was. There, yeah, there, there'd have been a solid butt kicking. Yep. You would, you would. She had bigger issues than that. That's that's ill. That's sick in the head. It but is. we spend $40 billion on Ukraine so that they can, you know, I don't know, build more bio labs than Hunter Biden can make money off of. By the way, that's happening. Um, you know, I mean, it's unbelievable. But like I said, there's a war against us. There's a there war is. against America. There's a war against freedom. It started with COVID, went to the elections. It's going against our kids. It's going against our families. It's going against, our, they just shut down. You get, you get, you know, you're up in Michigan then, right? Yep. So they just shut down that big nuclear power plant up there. They're telling us probably two thirds of the country is going to experience rolling blackouts this summer. Uh, but yet we're shutting down a nuclear power plant. Uh, they're telling us food shortages are coming. Yep. But Union Pacific's refusing to ship fertilizer. I mean, what do people need before they realize this is a war on America? And if we don't, st- the only thing they're not doing is shooting at us with machine guns. And that's even happening in, well, if you live in Chicago, that's happening. Right. But, you know, in most right. places. But, you know, what we have to do something about this. And it only happens, I can, only, you know, listen, I can only do so many suits at a time. We, the people, yeah. got to stand up. We do. And you mentioned something extremely important because monkeypox is now all over the internet, all over the news, right? They're now starting to make a big deal out of this. So, you know, the, has gain of function been done on monkeypox? And this just, is this just version 2.0 of the COVID pandemic? Is that what we're seeing here? Well, it certainly looks like it. I mean, we have the tabletop exercise. we got the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yes. They've done gain of function work on the monkeypox. And I would say there's, so monkeypox was originally discovered in the fifties. So almost 70 years ago, right? Nobody has cared about it. I've Nobody. never even heard of it. Now it's, new and, now it's new and improved. Yeah, but yeah. there's two major changes, right? So they say, okay, before and after. We don't care about monkeypox before. We care about it now. Mm-hmm. Why do we care about it now, but we didn't before? Well, that's real simple. There's two things that have changed. One is they did gain-of-function research on it. We know that. I've got the paper. The other is these jabs. Right. So we know that the jabs, uh, they mess with your your interferon levels in your immune system. Right. That may have an impact on the transmissibility and severity of a monkeypox. Right. So if you've been jabbed, it it looks like it's possible that you would have either more susceptibility or worse cases of of monkeypox. You know, it does. Monkeypox doesn't spread. It's not something that spreads. And if you notice in their tabletop exercise, you know, their dry run like they did with uh, the, uh, the, the COVID. Yeah. Uh, 
they talked about it being a bioengineered weapon. The monkeypox, you know, someone tinkered with it. Yeah, I wonder who, right? Who being yeah. the operative word. Um, but, you know, someone tinkered with it. And so it's a more dangerous strain. Well, I mean, SARS-CoV-2 anybody? You know, but, but here's the key. It's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Now, we've been blowing the whistle hard on the monkeypox. And I don't think for a second the American people will lock down again or anything like that. I just don't think it'll work. But here's the issue. If they did gain a function on this, and that got that's the, the dominant strain, whatever's out there mm -hmm. now is the gain of function strain. And or if this has a substantially worse impact on jab people. Well, that could mean a lot of people do get sick or die. Right. And it could be you know, that this is a much more serious thing than SARS-CoV-2. I mean, SARS-CoV-2 is the flu. It, 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 I mean, even untreated, like it's been for the last two years and with everything else, it's a real bad flu season. You know, everybody's like, oh, we've had a million deaths. Well, you know, I mean, that happens from a lot of things. We have over a million deaths a year, you know. I mean, it just, it happens, right? Yeah. SARS-CoV-2 wasn't as big of a deal as they make it. But what if the monkeypox really is because of the gain of function? What if it's worse? What if it's a legitimate thing? Now, right now, it doesn't look like it's a substantially bigger deal. Um, we don't, the numbers, are, you know, I mean, they're too small. It's too early. We don't really know. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we'll have to see. But the way epidemiology works is that when a virus comes out, it goes up a little bit like this, and then it starts going up like this, the number of cases. It's, the, the curve gets much sharper over time, uh, depending on the virus itself. I mean, some you know don't spread real well, but if they've got a higher reproduction rate, they'll, they'll spike up like that. Um, so I guess we'll have to see what's going on here, but yeah. the biggest thing we've got to do is be aware and then hold these scumbags that keep making this crap accountable. Now, is there? Uh, we've been hearing reports that there is a pre-made monkeypox vaccine. Are you hearing the same thing that they've actually? We've already bought it. <laughs> so, so you're saying that big pharma has been paid in advance, advanced by whoever, whatever countries, right? Ours, other ones. Before so this, there, even there was, there is a monkeypox vaccine, sort of. Uh, I mean, there's something they call a monkeypox vaccine that's supposedly been out for quite, they've had it a few years. Okay. Um, it, a it's a monkeypox in a bottle. Is it is? <laughs> probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have not had the opportunity to research that jab yet. Okay. What I know is that the CDC's already ordered a whole poop ton of it. I mean, just a load of it. And, uh, Basically, if they're buying it and if Fauci's pushing it, what I know is I'm not getting it. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, no, we appreciate that. And I know, I know we're running up on our time tonight. Um, but it's been awesome having you come back, back on Liberty Monks with us. We greatly appreciate it. What would you like to leave people with? Is there anything that uh, you think is important for people to ponder or discern, um, discuss, take action on? What, what would it be? Any of those things? Yeah, I got two things for you. So the first is you've got to understand, I want everybody listening to understand this. 
you know, we covered a lot of ground tonight. I mean, we hit mm -hmm. on the guns, we hit on the, you know, all these different things that they're doing to attack freedom and attack America. It's a huge fight. It's a huge fight. It's the same people behind the whole fight. We've got to have people taking action. You've got to do something. You've got to get involved. You've got to be on it, right? You've got mm -hmm. to understand that the America is at war. It's... Mm -hmm. Praise God, it's not a violent war. But there's violence being done to us in the sense that where our freedom's under attack, our kids are under attack, mental health is under attack, you know, the, our rights are under attack. It's, it's foundational. We've got to, got to, got to understand what's happening. The other thing is, is we've got to take steps. We've got to take action. Okay, so I'm pushing my website, rems-law.com. Yep. I'm pushing, you can go there, you can sign up for my Substack. Please do that. TomRems.substack.com or there's a link on the website. I'm on True Social and Getter and CloudHub at, uh, at TomRems uh, on, on Truth and, and Getter. I put a ton of stuff up there. When I find it, I try and put it up there quick so that people can share it and understand and learn what's going on. We have got to be active. Okay, so the reason I'm telling you that and the reason I'm pushing, I don't make money from you going, joining me on True Social. I don't get anything out of that, right? Mm -hmm. there, there's, no, there's no benefit. What it is, though, is, is it's a mechanism for me to say to people, guys, look what's going on. Now, my, my Substack, you can subscribe. If you, give, if, you pay, if you pay for it, that money goes to the fight. But I don't care whether you pay for it. Almost everything I do is free. Why? because I need to get the word out. You wanna know what you can do. You can, you can share, right? That doesn't take anything. You can be a wussy, spineless, whatever, who's afraid to say anything to anyone. You can be poor, you, you know, I'm not well-spoken, I can't do this. Okay, join and share, how about that? Can you do that? Can you do that? Can you at least help get the message out? But if you've got the capacity, do more, right? Do more. The first thing I recommend, pray. Mm. This is a God thing. This is a good and evil fight, right? And you start out, you say to God, God, I want to serve you. You show me the way and I'll do it. And then you start thinking about it. What did I do well? How can I use that to make an impact? Maybe I'm not a lawyer. So what? Maybe I'm not a doctor. So what? I don't care what you are. Find a way to do something because your children's future is on the line. Be a poll watcher. Run for school board. I don't care what you do. Just do something because you can't just leave it to one or two people to fight this. It's too big. It's just too big. These guys have billions of dollars. It's not a one-man job. There's, there's room for a lot of heroes you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to run the, you know, be on TV and do this and that and other. It doesn't matter. Many hands make light work. So I guess my takeaways are know your enemy and for God's sakes, get on it. We appreciate you being on, Tom. Uh, it's always great to talk to you. Um, keep fighting that fight and we're going to continue to do the same. Uh, Tom's website, once again, folks, is www.rents-law.com. He mentioned subscribing. His Substack's got incredible information in it. And to his point, listen, he's not. No, people aren't doing this to make money. They're doing this because the information at hand is that important. It's that 
important to get involved because we've gotten real cozy and comfortable in the United States of America. And because of that, that's what allows people that have a nefarious agenda to operate the way they are and to start to take things away. And um, we're the beacon of hope and freedom in this world. We're the only country that has true freedom. And if we let that slip, you know, that's, that's it. So, so uh, Tom, we appreciate it. Uh, also folks, you can go to www.libertymonks.com. That's where you can find not only all the episodes, but you can also subscribe there to make sure that you get on the email list so that you don't miss an episode. Um, because like I said, everyone's trying to do their part. Tom, we appreciate you. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Um, we appreciate you being on and, um, you know, we appreciate all the work, hard work you're putting in. God bless all of you wonderful souls out there listening. And as always, God bless America. And until next time, be safe and well. God bless everybody.